Let us pray. Most loving and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for this day. We pray that your Holy Spirit will open our hearts to hear your voice. Lord, may your word be spoken and your word received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In our Gospel passage this morning, we get to hear this encounter uh, of the sibling rivalry going on here with Martha and Mary. And often when we hear this Gospel passage, it's probably our quick tendency to default to ask our question, well, are you acting like Martha or Mary? And we ask that as if we're supposed to pick one or the other. And as we look at this this morning, I would like to challenge us that we're actually supposed to pick both. But as this encounter begins, Jesus is traveling and Martha welcomes him into their home. And Mary was seated at the feet of the Lord and listening to what he said. Right here is an important image for us to see because the position that Mary has taken is one that the disciples of any teacher or master would take. This would also probably ruffle some cultural feathers to those seeing or hearing because that's not a position that women took in the culture. The men were the disciples at the feet of the teacher. But here we see Jesus having Mary seated at his feet, that she is part of what will be this inner circle of followers right from the beginning. And Martha's going about her work and clearly gets a little ticked off that she's doing a lot of work and Mary seems to be sitting around. And she goes to Jesus to intervene. Send me reinforcements. Make her help me too. And Jesus gives this answer that Mary, only one thing is necessary, and Mary has made the right choice. And we can hear that again and think, all right, so all of us are just supposed to be sitting at the feet of Jesus. And the answer is yes, but we're also supposed to do the work that he's given us to do. So somehow we have to figure out what this balance looks like, where at first hearing we think, all right, well, then everybody just sit down and listen to Jesus. Well, then they're all going to be hungry because somebody's got to make the food. Somebody's got to do the work. And in fact, just a few weeks ago, the Gospel passage said, well, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray for more laborers. It doesn't say, well, just pray more people will sit and watch the harvest, right? Somebody had to go and do the harvest. But what I think we're supposed to do and what perhaps would have changed this whole encounter for Martha is the call of the gospel is to keep Jesus first and to keep Jesus at the center. And in fact, the, the whole section from the epistle that we heard today from Colossians is all about Jesus is the center. 
He is the head. He is the firstborn. He is this. He is that. All things are held together in Him and through Him. And Paul goes on and on and on, essentially saying, He's first. Jesus is what it's all about. And we need to keep Jesus at the forefront of our entire life. And that would have changed this encounter if Martha had fixed her eyes on Jesus while going about the things that needed to be done. That's the part that Mary got right. Not that she was just sitting and not working, but she was fixed on Jesus. She was focused on Him. And so in our own discipleship walk, I think we need to capture both of those sides. Because one flows out of the other, one feeds the other. And this is the rhythm that a disciple is meant to have. But what happens is when we lose focus on Jesus, then we can get like Martha in that we get resentful of the one who is not working. And we feel that we're doing all of the work and they may not be doing it the right way or the way we would hope. But if we're fixed on Jesus and the work that we're doing, the ministry that we're doing, the life that we're living flows out of Him, then those resentments pass by. Then we don't need to be worried about somebody else. We just need to be worried about ourselves, whether we're fixed on Jesus, and what has He called us to do. But clearly, as a disciple, we're all called to do both of these things. We're called to sit in the presence of God, to give thanks so that He might be worshipped and adored, to be refreshed and renewed and strengthened for the work that God has given us to do, and then we're to go and do the things that God has called us to do. And in doing so, it gives glory to God. We focus on Him, and it draws us into that time of prayer and quiet, which again strengthens us. And this is the cycle of the believer. This is the cycle of a disciple. And so the call of today's Gospel is not a simple question well, are you going to be a Martha or a Mary? Well, we need people to do the work. There's a lot of work to do, Jesus said. And in fact, if we look at the life of Jesus Himself, the pattern is both. Because He went about ministering, healing, teaching, preaching, and then what does the Gospel say over and over again? And then He went away to a secluded place, as was His custom and was refreshed in the presence of the Father, strengthened for His ministry, and then went out again. So if that is the life pattern of Jesus, why do we think we would do it a different way? You know, if you look at the pattern of the life of the monastery, the sisters and brothers in the monastery have captured this. They don't just sit and pray 24-7. There's work to do on behalf of the community. But they have developed a rhythm of prayer and work where one feeds the other. The work feeds the prayer and the prayer feeds the work. And the brothers and sisters at the monastery go through this rhythm every single day. And to the best of our ability in our setting in the world, we need to try to capture that in our own lives. Because that's the balanced life of a disciple. Because we can't have it just one way or the other. If we're only working, eventually you'll be exhausted. And if you're only sitting, the work of ministry won't get done. So somehow, and I think that's the Spirit's job, is to teach us that life in the middle. 
where there's a push and pull from both directions and we try to keep that right balance. And some days, some things are going on in our life where we may need more sitting or there may be more work to do. But in the end, Jesus lived in And that's where we as followers of Jesus are called to live. So I hope that as we hear this uh, gospel passage that we're then encouraged to live that life that Jesus has won for us. Because if that was his way, that's the way that he made possible for us. And he says, come and follow me. And then he shows us the way that our lives would be lived. That we would receive balance. Which harkens right back to the creation narrative. God creates so many days and then God rests. I mean, there's a pattern right from the beginning. And so may the Spirit work in each of us to teach us day by day what that means. What does this life look like? That we may find those precious times to rest in the presence of God. That we might go forth to do the ministry that He's called us to do. And then return to give thanks and be refreshed and renewed and continue it all over again. For that's the daily walk of the disciple. So I hope that we see in this gospel passage that it's not a simple either-or question that we're called to make, but rather we're trying to live into a both-and scenario where in the end, Jesus is in the center. Jesus is the focus, and he receives the honor and glory. Let us pray. Father, we give you thanks and praise for this day. We thank you for this time to gather in your presence. We give thanks to you for the work of Jesus in each of our lives, the work that's been done on our behalf. May the Holy Spirit continue to lead us and guide us into all truth, that we might come to understand this balance of work and rest, and may all that we do and all that we say, may our whole life be lived to your honor and to your glory. May you be at the center and may you be our focus. And we make this prayer through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.